You're listening to audio from City Light South Church. If you'd like to check out more resources and find ways to get involved, go to citylightsouth.org.au. Father, we pray too for Mikey as he gets up now and shares your word. We ask that you would strengthen him, that you would help him, that your Holy Spirit would be working in his heart and helping him um, discern what it is that you want him to say. Father, we ask that you would give us hearts that are just ready and eager to hear your word, that you would soften our hearts um, to be ready to hear from you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, welcome everyone, friends in the room, friends watching online. It is my joy to be able to gather with you here today, and it's my privilege to be able to bring you the message today. If you have your Bibles with you or on your mobile device, if you could please flip to uh, 1 Peter chapter 2, and I'll be reading from verses 4 to 10. All right, this is 1 Peter chapter 2 from verse 4. As you come to him, a living stone, Rejected by men, but in the sight of God, chosen and precious, you yourselves, like living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house, to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For it stands in Scripture, Behold, I am laying in Zion a stone, a cornerstone chosen and precious, and whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. So the honor is for you who believe. But for those who do not believe, the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone, and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. They stumble because they disobey the word as they were destined to. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you that we can come here today, watch online, that we can gather under your word, that we can learn about more of you, grow into closer fellowship and relationship with you and with each other, Lord. Let the words in your, in your scriptures Uh, Bless us and encourage us and challenge us, Lord. Uh, In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So I'm going to begin from verse 3, actually. So let me start with that verse. If indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good. And I just want us to start us off here. And let me start by asking the simple question, who here is a foodie? So quick show of hands. Just foodie. We have a few around in the room. All right. Yell out a few of your favorite dishes to me. Come on, let's not be shy. Hey? Hamburgers. Love a good hamburger. Pizza. Meatballs. Lasagna. Come on. For me, I love a good chorizo paella, and I love to try different foods and different dishes from all over the world. My wife and I and some friends were just in the Philippines a couple of weeks ago, and none of them had ever eaten, seen me eating so much food. Yeah, pork tocino, chicken adobo, pork six sig I was like, let's go, come on, yes. There was so much enjoyment and pleasure in eating the food. And the reason why I start here is to ask us the t- question, have you tasted that the Lord is good? 
do you find your joy in the Lord? And I'm preaching to you guys just as much as I'm preaching to myself here. In my preparation for this sermon, I was seriously convicted on how low of a view I had of my relationship with God these past few weeks. We have all gone through dry spells, not reading our Bibles, not praying or spending time with God. Or when we do, it's to come to God asking for things for personal and selfish gain. Ask yourself this question. If you were in a relationship with someone who just kept coming to you, asking you only for things, how would you feel? I'd feel pretty hurt. They only want things for me. We need to be able, we need to be after God just as much as he is after us. So as we go through the text this morning, I want us to be thinking about three things. One, relationship with the Lord. Two, the church is the living spiritual house of God. And three, Christ is our firm foundation. So from verse four, as you come to him, the living stone, rejected by humans, but chosen by God and precious to him. I know at times it can seem tedious and tiresome to come before God. We've all been there. You'd rather be doing something else, doing anything else, than spend time with God. But this is a relationship, friends. Both parties need to be involved. He is all in and wants our everything. How then can we only muster up some little part of energy and not all of our energy in service of him? The problem is we still want to give in to our desires, still want to hold on a little piece of familiarity with the world. But this isn't just a, uh, I'll consider God in these parts of my life and I'll keep these parts away from God. I'll live my life as I want to. No. When you come to Christ, it's a radical transformation and reorientation of our lives. Every facet of our lives we submit to God. Not in a begrudging way, but gladly. Knowing he gave up the ultimate sacrifice, his life for you and for me. So then how can we go on living our lives for ourselves? When Peter says, as you come to him. What speaks so loudly to me is even on the days when we don't feel up for it, even on our hardest days, our toughest battles, God is there for us. Your hardest days, God sees you. Your toughest battle, he sees you. He's always with and for you. Peter is writing to the persecuted church in what is today modern-day Turkey. They were suffering because of their faith. But in their distress, they turn to Jesus, the living stone. How then can we not? What are our excuses compared to them? They have a firm foundation of faith in their Savior. What, may I ask, is our foundation set upon? Peter is encouraging them to persevere. And do you know what happens to those who do persevere and listen to the words of Jesus? Jesus says in Matthew 7, from verses 24 to 27, everyone who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house. 
but has been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house in the sand, and the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against the house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. As believers, we can have a personal relationship with God. But we're not supposed to come to him just once a week, once a month, if that. This is a daily relationship with Christ from the moment you believe and taste that the Lord is good. Do you remember that moment when you first believed in God? Even for those of us who grew up in Christian homes, the moment your faith became real for you and not just from your parents. It's the coming of to him daily, believing in him on the good days and the tough days that strengthens us and aids us in being wise and having firm roots in a firm foundation. We'll listen to and abide in what he says, but we are also to consider our relationship with each other. We are not meant to do this alone. We have been given each other to do life with one another. As brothers and sisters in Christ, we are the members of a new body being built up into a spiritual house. You also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. I don't know if anyone else felt this way when they first came to Christ and believed for the first time. But for me, it was as if a switch had been turned on. And I was truly awake for the first time. Now, if you look to Ephesians 2, it talks about us being dead in our trespasses and sins before coming to Christ, and then it moves into wonderful news. From verse 4, But God, being rich in mercy... Because of the great love of which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together in Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised us up with him, and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the measurable riches of his grace in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. We are now living a new life as believers. Everything comes into submission to him now. This means, this is what it means to offer spiritual sacrifices, to offer ourselves, giving everything over to him and laying everything down at his feet. Laying aside our own desires and following him, knowing he is our cornerstone. 1 Corinthians 10.31 says, So whatever you do, whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. We live our lives as an offering to Christ, laying everything down at his feet because he is far better than anything else we could ever dream of. Now, as you track along with me, notice how Peter says being built into a spiritual house. It's here that Peter is talking about the church. 
we as a community are being built up with Christ as the head. We need each other to function as the body. I have an earnest desire to see youth and young adults come to know Christ and believe in God. But I can't do this on my own. I need help. Others who also share this vision of reaching the next generation. When City Light South was first thought of, when it was just a thought, Tyler and Katrina needed others to help and invest in the vision they had to make this a reality. They found the core members needed to help City Light South become a reality and planted out of Glenelg in 2020. Three years on, and here we all are, wanting to partner and help in the vision of City Light South. Praise God. So we are made alive in Christ, given a new mission with new teammates who in unity are being built into a new spiritual house. Peter goes on to quote Psalm 118. We as believers can be confident that we have put our trust in what is true and trustworthy. And they will, what it says, they will never be put to shame. Our foundation is unshakable. And the amazing thing is that we can have, as we have discussed today, is that we can have direct relationship with God. Previously in the Old Testament, it was only the priest who could enter into the sanctuary and act as an intermediary between God and humans. But now we can come directly to God. In Exodus 20, 24, the Lord tells Moses that an altar is to be made and burnt offerings and fellowship offerings to be sacrificed. Christ has made the way possible for us to be completely blameless before God through his victory on the cross. We, the church, are royal priesthood, no longer needing an intermediary. We can have direct relationship with our Father. As Ephesians 2 said, with the great love with which he loved us. Friends, we are a chosen people, royal priesthood, God's special possession. Do you see what's happening here? You were chosen for this, made for this, to declare the praises of him who called you out of the darkness into this wonderful light. With such trustworthiness of Christ as the cornerstone, we can step out in faith. This is what Peter is telling to the first century believers of Christ, offering them encouragement that they have an assured foundation. Those who reject the cornerstone stumble and fall. Isaiah 40, 31 says, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. We too can be encouraged in our purpose as the church. At one time we were not a people not knowing each other, but now we are the people of God, working together, making his name known, on mission together for his glory. Let us do everything we can to glorify him in all that we do. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. 
We thank you for how you're working in each of our lives, Lord, growing us, shaping us more into the likeness of your son, Jesus. Thank you for how you have brought us together on mission, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us for another message from City Light South Church. You can find out more about our church and connect with us at citylightsouth.org.au.